That guy looks a lot like Elton John. and I'm here with your purely nostalgia bear fact. So the first bear fact that I have for you is that the uh, North American grizzly bear is on the state flag of California. That is because California's founder, Mr. California, was also a bear. And that was my niece, Josh Alexander, with another bear fact for you to get us started here on Bear Month, here on Purely Nostalgia, which is the podcast uh, where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazzhands Page, and I am what the French call laissez compétent. And Josh, I want to point out something. You said that was our first fact, and folks, not to spoil the rest of the episode, but that is indeed our only bare fact that you'll be getting from us this uh, this one. Well, that's not entirely true. I have another bear fact that we can get into right now if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Uh, sometimes bears are in a country band. Yeah, sometimes. And they sometimes can run a car wash or, you know, work at a restaurant or whatever. Or hang out with Queen Latifah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Or be a child raised by humans. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Voiced by Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. Good. Or security guards. They the bears can be all of these things. So that was six or seven other bear facts for you. Yeah. Sorry, um, Josh. I didn't I didn't mean to. Um, you know, good job. So thanks to the niece of the podcast, Josh, for kicking us off. Um but I, I did want to uh, discuss something with you, Clint, before we get into the subject matter of this episode, which is the country bears as mm-hmm. we close out bear month. Um, you sent me a voice message the other day that I wanted to discuss, and, okay. and it, it, we're getting into Shrimpmas time. Um, it's about to be Shrimpmas season. It's yep. December now when this episode goes up. So, uh, you sent me a voice message, which basically said, Hey, it's weird that Tom Hanks has never played the Santa Claus except for the Polar Express, the movie that he plays Santa Claus in. And uh, I started yelling at you in a voice message back um, about how that's a stupid thing to say. You did say that. (laughs) Because what you said is, isn't it weird that this guy's never played Santa Claus when he has, in fact, played Santa Claus? So I want to give you (laughs) an opportunity on our podcast to try to make the point you were trying to make because I still don't understand what you were saying. Okay, so I am excluding... um, his performance We're as... already off to a bad start because that's the one he plays Santa Claus. Yeah, okay, but I mean, when people talk... Okay, listen to this. But when people talk about performances by Ryan Reynolds, they're not like, man, he did great in this Deadpool, uh, this new yeah, Deadpool movie. Yes, they movie. are! Well, hold on a minute. Hold on <laughs> a minute. What are you talking about? Millennials don't. They're not, not, they're not like, he did great in this Deadpool, and then people were like, oh, he was actually Deadpool first. People, people have forgotten about that because it was bad. And in a lot of oh, you're saying minds, in X Men Origins Wolverine? Yes. Um, and in a lot interesting. Of I don't minds, see what the parallel is here. Hey, listen, let me finish my point. Do you and you don't have one? <laughs> the, my point is, I am excluding 
the Polar Express because people don't like that movie, and I don't like that movie that much. And so I'm removing voiceover work from his Santa Claus body of work. And so Tom, Tom Hanks... Tom Hanks is Mr. Mr. Hollywood, right? We can agree on that. He is Mr. He is Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood, yeah. He is also notoriously a joyful He, he was person. the first person to ever recover from coronavirus that I know of as well. I mean, I think, I think that you, yeah, I think that while this podcast is full of ju- uh, jokes and uh, doo-doo, I think that that is an actual, actual fact. Um, yeah. Uh, his blood is being used to heal people from sharks. But, yes. um... I am just taking his whole body of work and excluding Polar Express because it was his voice and not his full Tom Hanks body um, and saying that he would he is notoriously happy, notoriously a kind man, and I think that he would do well as Mr. Santa Claus, and I would like to see that, and it's crazy that someone else hasn't done that. It's not like you, you can't play. It's it, People aren't like, Oh, you already done did that role. Sorry, your Hollywood bucks are all used up. You can do it again. Like, that's okay. You can uh, do it again. And people hmm. would pay to see that. Tell me tell me that people wouldn't pay to see Mr. Tom Hanks as the Santa Claus. You know, I think it's weird that George Clooney has never played Batman, except for in Batman and Robin. Um, that's, but I, he, should, that's not, he should play those, Batman. Those things are not equal. <laughs> they are equal. They're the same. I, no, I, I am excluding this. That's the, that's the whole point that you're missing. I am. Excluding. That's what I said too. Except for Batman and Robin. The thing is, is that we're we're both operating in hypotheticals, and the hypothetical that I drew is that the the Polar Express Santa Claus does not exist on his filmography. That is that is where we are with this. <sighs> We we're, we're gonna have to just set this aside, but I'm still angry about it. You see the the thing <laughs> the thing on the voice memos is that I sent you that voicemail to my friend, just thinking, <laughs> just thinking you would be like, hey, you know what? Uh, Tom Hanks is a very cheerful guy. That would be good. And then you came back yelling at me about how I'm stupid, and then I came back <laughs> yelling at you about how you're mean and then you came back and said I don't appreciate the energy that you're bringing you're coming at me with so <laughs> we are all kinds Dude, of dysfunctional how many other people have like arguments via voice messages like that i feel like that, not many i mean i used to be the voice messages guy but i think you've kind of taken my throne you use them more than i do now uh, well, probably just because I, I mean, I drive back and forth to the office and my commute is long. And so that is really the only time that I send them to you. Um, well, I mean, and, or if I'm doing errands or something around the, around the, the Cleveland, Tennessee. Um, but it's gotten to the point now where like if Chandler and I are in the car together and you send me a voice memo, I'll put the phone up to my ear and listen to it. And she'll just go, how's Elisha? <laughs> I don't even have to tell her. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was thinking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, and, uh... that's pretty much it. <laughs> but but anyway, I I think you know, my what we didn't talk about though is my second choice was Jeff Bridges as the Santa Claus. Interesting. And I think current Jeff Bridges would be good at that with his beard. Um, yeah. 
I would be down for that. I mean, it would be kind of a different vibe. Like a cowboy Santa. Kind of. I mean, Kurt Russell's kind of got that going on with yeah. uh, the Christmas Chronicles, which, what is the plot of part two of the, isn't it called part two? Yeah, I think so. I guess they just did didn't, you, did they just not wrap it up? Did you see that thing where he was talking about how <laughs> the reason he loves the Passion of the Christ is because it's in the original language? <laughs> so he decided to make the elves speak in Elvish. What? So that it will be a classic, like the Passion of the Christ. Wait, are, wait, are you serious? That, that I've I never seen the serious. Christmas Chronicles. So I, I saw the first one. I barely remember it. That is bizarre. Speaking of the Passion of the Christ, guess who's playing Santa Claus in another movie? Mel uh, Gibson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jim Caviezel, or yep. however you say his last name. I think it's pronounced Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I think so. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Man. The yeah, Fat Man. The Fat Man, yeah. The, the the premise of that one is what if Santa shoot people, I think? No, what if someone? what if a little boy hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus and it's Walton Goggins. Uh-huh. America's biggest forehead. Child. What? This would have been me as a child. I would love to have killed the Santa Claus. <laughs> and wear his skin as a trophy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, would you, I'm sure your thought was like, and I tell all the kids about this. I remember as a kid uh, going from fourth to fifth grade, I was like, what's a cool affect that I can bring to school and tell kids? Uh, they'll be like, man, Clint really did something interesting over the summer. And I was talking with my dad about this, and he's like, I don't know, son, just use your imagination. And then the day before, this is a total truth. The day before school, I I came to my dad, and I was like, I got it. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, I'm going to tell kids that I spent a summer in the insane asylum. And he was like, Mm. no, son, you will not be doing this. We pay too much money at this private elementary school for you to tell people this. I was like, all right. So I yeah. didn't do that. You couldn't do that because you were a private school kid. Yeah. I just told him that I'm diabetic, and I've been holding that ruse for years now. Mm. Um, did I ever tell you about the time I brought a Toy Story cassette tape to show and tell <laughs> no. at preschool? <laughs> I realized that it was show and tell day when my mom was <laughs> dropping me off, and we were listening to a Toy Story cassette tape. And I was like, oh, I need something for show and tell. And I was like, let me just take this cassette tape that we're currently listening to. And so I took it in. And then when I got inside, I was embarrassed because I was like, a cassette tape is not cool. So <laughs> I stuck it on my finger in one of the little holes, you know, and like started spinning it around. And when I got in front of the class to show it, I was like, yeah, this is my little spinny toy. And <laughs> And the teacher was like, I think that's a cassette tape. And I was and like, you're like no. What? no. I was like, it might be, but mainly it's my spinny toy. Ugh. And did every other kid want a spinny toy? Did you just yeah, invent sp- fidget spinners? I think I did invent fidget spinners. They all picked me up and like lifted me up on their shoulders. <laughs> they were like, spinny <sighs> toy, spinny toy. That's good. Did you break the, the cassette tape by doing that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably. And how do you feel about that now? Uh, it was all worth it. Vended the fidget spinner. Yep. Uh, how about them country bears, though? Anyway, there are country bears, and we got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, these these bears. Listen, we we landed on this as our last movie of Bear Month, and I can't really remember why. <laughs> I think it's just because you know per per square mile, this has the most bears. 
out of that is most true. bear movies. This does have way more bears than both of the other Bear Month movies we have covered. Uh, tr- can we can you All think of combined. any other movies that have more bears? Um, so Disney Nature's Bears is probably pretty high up there. Or Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man. How many bears are in Grizzly Man? Doesn't say how many bears are in Grizzly Ooh, Man. Ooh, see, here's a tough one. Um, the Care Bears movie. That yeah, seems well, those like are not real bears. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but neither are the country bears. <laughs> Hold on. I saw them. That's it. Uh, <laughs> there's don't. the Golden Compass, which I think is about a polar bear that wants to kill God. Y- yeah, wasn't every church upset about the Golden Compass? Yeah, we weren't allowed to uh, watch slash read it because I don't really know why. Why do Christians um, hate the Golden Compass? That's what I'm going to Google now. Why do Christians hate the Golden Compass? I'm pretty sure it's about a polar bear that's trying to kill God, and they're like, "How how dare that polar bear?" Is is the Golden Compass really anti-Christian? I'm not going to read this whole thing to you. I'm just going to yeah, skim it. You shouldn't. Hey, hey, reader, listener, you decide. <laughs> uh, we do have to talk about the country bears, which are uh, some bears who are country, and they are singing country songs. It's based on it's a, the Country Bear Jamboree, which is a show at Disney World. Um, Disney World, right? Not Land. Well, I mean, I know it was at Disney World because I went to it there. Maybe both, but definitely at World because I saw it there. Um, and they decided this should be a movie, and so they made a movie about the Country Bears. Um, Clint, what's your personal experience with the movie The Country Bears? I'm bringing up Nanny again, but um, my grandmother, Nanny. Nanny, my grandmother took me to see this uh this country bears movie in the theaters with my little brother and my sister and i and i can remember ingesting it into my eyes and then not retaining one iota about this movie up until one night ago okay so you saw it but you remember nothing i saw it but i remember absolutely nothing i i mean are we i guess we can talk a little bit more about the actual country bears uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a little bit? Do you ha- well? You do you have personal experience with the show as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, talk I'm, about that. Yeah, I mean, I I have seen it many a times. Uh, I famously took my first steps at Disney World, so that's cool. Famously, uh, everyone knows. Everyone this. was there. Um, and then I can my my most recent memory of being at Disney World was four years ago. Uh, I went. Disney World's a good time. My parents are a self-described Disney parents. They go all the time and uh, without us kids. Um, but my we, we talk about the Country Bear Jamboree because we go and we just kind of, my dad and I kind of goof on it. But my mom has a, a very special place, it has a very special place in my mom's heart because she said that whenever she was a kid and went to Disney or like a, a young adult and went with her dad, uh, he would want to see the Country Bear Jamboree back to back to back, and <laughs> he, my grandpa, is very country. Even though he's half, his, one of his parents is from France. Um, he's it very, finishes up and he goes, "All right, let's do it again." Well, that, that's the thing is that uh, he like he is like he is very very country. Um, even though one of his parents are not from America, he's very like deep South country. And my mom would say that the show would end and he would be like, 
oh, those bears are pretty funny, and then <laughs> just wait for it to start over again. Uh, Can you do that, that? Don't they make you leave and I come mean, back in? Hey, man, these were different times. Um, so yeah. I don't know how this it was. This was pre nine eleven. Yes. Um, so it while it doesn't hold a special place in my heart, it does uh, to my grandpa's heart. This one's for you, Papa. He is still alive. This one's for you, Papa. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to ask. So. Yes, he he is still very much alive, and in fact, probably in better shape than I am. Uh, probably. Um. So this, but this experience with the show, the Country Bear Jamboree, did not translate to a love of the film Country Bears for you. I can't apparently. say that it did. Yeah, I mean, not getting into the ratings. But do you actually remember much about the Country Bear Jamboree show? Yeah, I do. I mean, it like it's basic. It's basically like look old, look at dumb old Remus. He got his hand stuck in the honey jar. Uh, and then Remus. They Remus they play. Sucks. Yeah, they play. Um, they play some music, and it's not really like animatronics, you know. Like, and then again, this is my memory. So, Cody, please forgive me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, we are but... going to eventually introduce a segment called Cody's Corrections," where he. Uh... <laughs> just it's, it's a Disney. little audio file of him correcting us on stuff. Yeah, but it'll have to be retroactive. Uh, yeah, but we're always correct, so that yeah, will never that's happen. That's very true. Um, but I mean, I don't. To my memory, I don't believe that it's like Chuck E. Cheese style animatronics. I know that it's very like it's very hokey, and it's just you go in, you see this little show. It's in like different vignettes. There's a part where a, a uh, a bear sits on like a swing. A woman bear sits on a swing made of flowers and sings to you, and that's very funny, apparently. That um, is funny. And then that's well, it. Bears don't normally sit on swings and sing to you, so that's, that's why. That's, that's fair. Why it's I think. Funny. Yeah, I think I missed the comedy there. Um, but that's it. That's all that I can remember from it. What do you mean when you say it wasn't animatronics? Because that, in my memory, it very much was like Chuck E. Cheese style animatronics, but. A I, better, I thought it was just like static bodies and moving faces. Yeah, oh, I don't I think was, they move a I whole was wrong. lot. I was wrong. It is like Chuck E. Cheese style. Yeah, I mean, their feet are planted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But they like move their bodies and talk and sing and stuff. Um, so my experience with the Country Bears, I saw the movie before I ever saw the show, but I have seen the show. Mm. Um, because I saw, the sh- I saw the movie in 2002 when it came out pretty sure saw it in theaters i also remember watching it again at my cousin's house um all i remember about that experience was that we both thought the um car wash scene was just so funny yeah of course and uh because he come, they come out and they have crazy hair or whatever you know mm-hmm. it's great it's it's funny the cops are chasing bears through a car wash and that is really funny and we Very love good. that and we love to see it um but and then I don't think I realized even when I saw it that it was based on anything. And then later I remember going to Disney World in like middle school. Um, it was like sixth grade, and then I was like, "Wait a second! There's a Country Bear Jamboree, and that's what that movie is based on." And I mm-hmm. went and saw it. Uh, loved the show because I love I just love goofy, dumb animatronics. Um, I don't remember having a particular attachment to the movie, but I definitely. Loved the show when I saw it, and, like, this was around the time of my life. When I was in middle school, I, like, got weirdly into, like, bluegrass, and, like, I don't know why. I just I got super you. into it. I love it. bluegrass. 
Yes. Uh, but it was like a middle school phase for me. Um, I think it was like I went to Dollywood one time and it was yeah. like, I'm going to make this my whole personality. <laughs> and, uh, so then I saw the Country Bears and we're like, these are my boys. Um, but it's weird because the, the Country Bears show is different from the movie in that like the the movie, the Bears are like Nashville country stars. And in the show, they're like hillbilly bluegrass boys, you know? Yes. Yeah, very, uh, very uh, boony. Yes, yeah, so that that is my personal attachment to the movie The Country Bears. I had not seen it since probably soon after it came out, so uh, probably 15 years or so, which is crazy. So uh, it's been a while, and I didn't remember much of the movie other than the car wash scene. Yeah, I had n- absolutely no memory of this movie. <laughs> Zero? I, 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 I mean... It was almost like I was watching a new movie, truthfully. I had absolutely little to no memory of this this, this Country Bear movie. Interesting. I definitely remembered, like I said, the car wash scene, and I remembered just, like, the all the bears. And I remember liking Zeb as a kid. I was like, that one's my favorite because he has a cool hat and he plays the fiddle. Yes. Um, but I don't remember a whole lot more than that. And I also think this movie introduced me to Christopher Walken. Yes, I I agree. He, the, I was introduced to Christopher Walken in this movie. He was, I think, the only person that I can remember from this movie. Yeah, you said in our last episode, you're like, isn't Christopher Walken in that? But yeah, I did not remember that he is the villain of this movie. Yeah, I thought he was like their band promoter or something. Yeah, he's a banker. He is a banker. Well, he's an arm farter who becomes a banker. Right, as all arm farters tend to do. Um, yep. So let's get into our ratings of this movie. Uh, and I'm going to make you go first, as I always do. What did you give this movie out of 10? Yep, I gave this bad boy a 4 out of 10. And uh, that's about where I think it is. 4 out of 10. Um, same Z's. Yay! I also gave it 4 out of 10 because it's uh, not a very good movie, but uh, there are charming aspects of it dare i say i think that's a fair review is to say that parts of it are charming and that's it yes uh before we even get into talking about it more in depth do do you like this movie better than brother bear or worse i think i like it better than brother bear (laughs) okay i do too um I was curious about that because I think you rated Brother Bear the same thing. I think I would put this slightly above Brother Bear because Brother Bear is just boring, and this movie is also mostly boring, but there are some really interesting-looking bears throughout. Yes, indeed. Um, So is it time for a 10,000-foot view of this movie? Yeah, how are we getting on up to the sky? Oh, boy. Um, hmm. They didn't really they didn't really ascend at all in this movie, right? Okay, uh, we are in the back. We're in a boat, and uh, we're being pulled by a car, and then the car goes into a ditch, and then we jackknife, and the boat flies up into the air. That's perfect. Uh, which is Wee. what happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand feet all the way up here. Uh, thank you. So there are <laughs> that. That was us screaming as we get uh, launched out of the boat. So there's this band, right? They're called the Country Bears, and it's <laughs> no. A band. Now, Clint, let me stop you there. Is it a human band? 
okay, get this. These country bears, they're bears. That was me spitting out my drink. <laughs> okay. Is <laughs> you crapping your pants after hearing that? <laughs> um, but these country bears, they're apparently a big freaking deal, and everyone loves them, and then no one loves them anymore except for this little bear human boy named Barry. Uh, Barry, what's his last name? Barry, what is his last name? Blossom? Bear, Barrowsome? <laughs> nope. What is it more on the nose? It is very much more on the nose. Barry Grizzlyton. It's Barry Barrington. <laughs> yeah, Barry Barrington. Okay, that's that's right. Uh, Barry Barrington. Um, he is a bear boy who loves these country bears so much, and he identifies them with them, and he, he don't really know why, because he <laughs> thinks that he... Does he think he's a human, or does yeah, he Yeah, just... he doesn't know that he's a bear. Okay, so he doesn't know that he's a bear, um, and I don't think that there's ever really a moment where he's like, wait, no. I'm a bear. <laughs> so... I, think, I think by the end of the movie, he still just thinks he's a human. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I, for some reason, feel at home with these with huge these bears. bears. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he wants to revive, he wants to meet the band because he doesn't feel like he belongs with his family, his real human family who are bad. And they say, no, we didn't adopt you. You just are hairy, a big fur boy. And, uh, then he goes to, uh, the country bear farm to meet the band. When you know the band is not together, they're in fact split and mm. uh sad split and uh he's like what the bear the the bearer the bear barn is about to be repossessed by Christopher Walken who uh owns a bank and this bank is they're allowing the bear the bear barn to be 6 years behind on their payments um i think that's on the bear barn at that point but because um, I did the math and they owe twenty thousand dollars and amortize that over six years, that's two hundred seventy-seven dollars a month. You are uh, a big nerd. Yeah, that's what my minor in accounting will get you. Um, mm. But it's words like amortize. Um, but they're like, how are we? How are we going to raise twenty twenty grand in four days to get the 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 barn to not be torn down? And they're like, what if we get the band back together? And then they travel across this great land of ours, getting the band back together piece by piece, realizing uh, maybe we shouldn't have split up this whole time. And then they have a show. Well, they get kidnapped by Christopher Walken, who's like, I, you, you made me lose a competition where I made my arm fart, and now I'm going to kill you. Um, and... Then they escape and they have a show and they raise twenty thousand dollars. Labadee labadai. Uh, the day is saved. Bears rule. Bankers drool. The end. I'm just thinking about this movie, and like I feel like twenty thousand dollars is not that much money. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for... it should be a much bigger number than that. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, twenty thousand like it's a lot of money, but it's not like. I don't believe a bank is going to be like, we've been sitting on 20 grand for six years. <laughs> Give me this land. Um, so what do you, okay. So his brother, Barry Barrington's brother sucks. I think Dex Barrington. Dex Barrington. Yes. 
this this guy sucks. This guy truly sucks. He's, he's a, bad. He's a mean brother. Yeah, he does not love his brother. He is, for some reason, jealous. I'm assuming because he knows that Barry is more powerful than him. Yeah, he's uh, so much more powerful. That's that's my assumption is that he's jealous and wants to make his brother very sad. Um, I feel like I mean, obviously, his parents already made the wrong choice by lying to him repeatedly about him being adopted. Like, it, it, I guess it's up to you when you want to tell your kid that they're adopted. But when your kid asks if they're adopted, then then you say no. Yeah, I think that's the point where you have done something wrong. <laughs> <coughs> And no, then his brother goes upstairs, and he's like, actually, you don't belong here at all. And where did they get him? Do they really say? They just they say found they found him in the him, woods. Right? Yeah, they found him in the <laughs> Which, woods. You can't just do that. Yeah, don't think that. I, I wonder if this movie encouraged um, bear nabbing from from, Maybe. Who, from the American forests. Um, Yeah, I think so. I think that's why um, the country bears haven't really, like, been able to relaunch their career since then because they kind of got canceled because of that. This movie did some interesting things um, where it wanted very, very much to be a musical, um, but it was not. Yes, which we kind of said that about Brother Bear too, but this, Th- movie, this had movie had more, more president to be a musical. Um, I said president. I meant precedent. In these unprecedented times. <laughs> In these unprecedented times. Um, but all of the songs are just very forgettable. There's not any good songs in this. And that's a problem for a movie about a band. I think that um, the... And the Bears didn't sing this, but the sequence where... I can't remember what the Bears name was. It was the big one played by Eeyore. Um, mm. And... There was the song. Is it Big Al? No, it wasn't Big no, Al. No, Big Al's the groundskeeper guy. Yeah, um, which we'll get to Big Al later. But it's Fred. Fred, yeah, Fred. Yeah. Um, he there was when he was the security guard and he was playing the harmonica to that song that that pop artist was singing. I found mm-hmm. that sequence to be fairly enjoyable because uh, it was like, oh, look at this bear dancing with this human, and the song is fairly catchy. Um, I, I I mean that was probably the most enjoyable part, or like the diner sequence, you know. Yeah, the di- diner sequence is weird. I have thoughts about that that I want to get to. It in is just weird. A second, it it's a weird. weird scene. I think in general, when the bears are doing music, it's kind of fun. Um, I like yeah. when the bears are singing. I I do think I said the songs are bad. I think the last song is okay. Uh, straight to the heart of love. So here's you my thought on yeah. Here's my thought on this. Okay. Uh, you know, not the Disney show because I don't. There's the parallels between the two are not similar. Um, the Disney show, like you said, is like very, you know, uh, folksy, and this is more like rockabilly in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I think that if you kind of leaned into the bareness and had some better music, and it was more music, it would make a good musical. Um. Like stage yeah, maybe. Musical. I yeah, I think so. Uh, well, I mean, what do you mean leaning more into the bareness? I feel like the bears are a pretty big part of this. <laughs> well, like they were less humanoid, I guess. You know, they were not just because they were not necessarily bear-like. They looked like bears, but they didn't act. They didn't have any bear tendencies. You know, they weren't rough. Like if the bears were a little more rough-looking or a little more. Uh, 
you know, less civilized and the rockabilly was also played up a little bit more. I think that this could be a fun stage musical. I mean, we have yep. we have willed into existence the Ratatouille musical. Will into existence. It's true. Use your clout on TikTok to will into existence the Country Bears musical. Yeah, I, I think so. It's I think I could do that with my less than 5,000 followers. We can start the country. Maybe, you know, that could be a fun little endeavor to try. Yeah. But uh, I I think the way you fix this movie is make it a mockumentary. You know how there's the little mockumentary parts. That's true. Uh, that they go through. And those are kind of funny. And if the whole movie was like a This Is Spinal Tap style documentary about the Country Bears and them breaking up and then getting back together for one last show, I think that would be a wonderful movie. That could go in two two different directions. Um, it could either be like very similar characters to how they are now, you know, very civilized humanoid bears, or in the complete opposite direction where the bears are like buck wild and dangerous almost, and they're like they might. They they killed at least twelve people a show, but man, when they got up there to play, when Tennessee got up there to play, we knew it was time to rock down. Says me, Willie Nelson. Hey, why do you think this family named their kid Barry if they didn't want him to realize that he was a bear? <laughs> I mean, it, it's the same reason that an arsonist goes back to look at the crime. Uh, That's true. They like to see the damage that they've caused. That's true. That's probably, yeah, that's why. Um, okay, let's talk jokes. I had three lol moments. <laughs> oh, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Number one, speaking of the mockumentary type stuff, um, <laughs> when <laughs> Willie Nelson appears on the screen at the very beginning of the movie, and he just goes, I learned a lot from those guys. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Willie Nelson. Do you think he yeah, got high with the country bears? <laughs> I think so. Um Definitely Zeb. I think Zeb would be down for that. Yes, absolutely. Um, he had the the circle glasses. No, that was no, Ted. No, that was Ted. You're right. Zeb has the hat. Yes. Listen, I I, I sat down and said, I'm going to figure out who all these bears are. That, that was still a hard time the, for me. Tennessee has like the middle part. Um, okay. Fred and Ted are brothers. Fred is uh, the big bear. Ted is the circle glasses. And then Zeb has the cool hat. And then Trixie's and the And who girl. is Tennessee. He has the the middle part, and he's in love with Trixie. Oh, that's right. He plays like the piano or something. Um, yeah, I think so. And then there's Big Owl, which is the groundskeeper, and then there's Henry, which is the like MC guy. Which he's like the the star of the Disney World show. Which he's barely in this because he's just like their manager. Right. I don't think that he's in the band, which is disappointing. Yeah, which is disappointing because he has a cool hat too. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was going through my three lol moments. First was Willie Nelson. Second one, um, this was it, it was disappointing that this made me lol because there are these two <laughs> um, police officers who, for the first half of the movie, are kind of like running around chasing them um, to have some sort of conflict. Sure. And they show Big Al a picture of Barry, and they say, "Have you seen this boy?" And then he goes, "Yep. Only in real life, he's a lot bigger." and not all tiny and flat like that. Now, that did not make me lol. Uh-huh. The part that made me lol was <laughs> one of the cops turns to the other guy and goes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the cops I, were good. The cops were kind of funny. Their names were Ham and Cheats. <laughs> Ham and Cheats, yes. Officer Ham and Officer Cheats. Which is, the joke is that it sounds like ham and cheese. Yes. Why Why did they say ham, but they didn't say cheese? Yeah. 
So this is what we call a monopoly guy situation. And I took this from Dan Harmon, the creator of Community, used to use this term. And this was when when the writers construct a joke that has no reason to exist other than the, than it being a joke. And so it's not actually that funny because like if they, they it comes from Ace Ventura when a guy walks down to the steps and he's look he's dressed like the Monopoly man and uh-huh. he's like, Who are you, the Monopoly man? Yeah. And it's like that's not really a joke. So the joke here is they're like, What if they name these guys Ham and Cheats? And it sounds like <laughs> Ham and Cheats. Why? Hey, what were the, the bears' names? The glasses the circle glasses one? Uh that was Ted. Ted was played by Officer Cheats, which is weird. Wait, really? Yeah, the same he guy. He wasn't voiced played... by him. Are you sure? Because I thought Ted was voiced by, um, what's his name? The brother in Everybody Loves Raymond. N- no, that was the big the big boy. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Well, then maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why he played both roles, but he did. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And We're it, only two-thirds of the way through my law. Oh, moments. yeah, yeah. I have one more. <laughs> The other one, and this was my biggest laugh by far, was in the aforementioned diner scene, which we'll, we'll get into right after this. Um, the It shows some old ladies in the middle of this song, <laughs> yes, and they all pull yes. out trumpets and saxophones <laughs> and just become an impromptu horn section. Yes. Uh, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> yes, I, I indeed, Chandler and I both laughed really, really hard on that. And um, in that same scene, one of the guys in the kitchen is just happily playing pots and fans with some spatulas. Um, That's ma- a wild scene. Made me laugh very hard. Um, yes, it's a wild scene. Uh, so sorry basically, there's a there's a a girl who is their waitress at this diner, and she recognizes them as the Country Bears, and is like, "I'm a country singer too, and I can sing one of your songs." She starts singing, and the whole restaurant joins in, and it's like the biggest musical number of the movie. That would and be it's, good it's, for a stage show, I think. That was made for the stage. Yeah. It's, it's just like, I. why is there a scene where a human is singing and the country bears are just sitting there watching her? I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I want to see the country bears do some singing. Like, why didn't they even, why didn't they join in or something, you know? Yeah. I don't uh, think they did, did they? They, don't, they just they kind of sat not. there. They just sat there and were like, wow, and then it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, you know... We talked about this in the Scooby-Doo episode. You know I love me and getting the band back together movie. Mm-hmm. It's the best story. Yeah, I agree. It has mass appeal. Um, they did miss a big opportunity. I think they missed a big opportunity, and it's probably, maybe they just didn't have the cachet to do this. Did this come before or after Haunted Mansion? This was the year before. This Haunted Mansion was 2003, and this okay. was 2002. So they probably didn't have the cachet to, to do this, but they really did kind of miss an opportunity for the Country Bears to be voiced by kind of like rockabilly people. Like who? Like Willie Nelson. Or Trixie could have been voiced by Reba or Dolly Parton. What do you mean they didn't have the cachet for this? This is Disney. They, they can do whatever they want. Well, I mean... They they did. I don't think that they had very. I'm I'm trying to remember back to the year they had the cachet for animation, but not live action. Uh, probably to get, and when I mean cachet, I mean clout. Uh, to get, like some big stars that were, 
I mean, they got Willie this. Nelson and Elton John to be in this movie, so I don't really. I well, think if they wanted them to voice the Bears, they could have. I well, just then they missed. They, they missed the opportunity there to do that. I think that could have been fun to get these mm. actual legitimate rockabilly singers to do this. Mm, I don't know, man. I think the problem with this movie was that the Bears were too civilized. Reba should have been Trixie. That's all I'm saying. Reba could have been a good Trixie. Um, and what do you think of Haley Joel Osment's performance as Mr. Barry Barrington himself? I mean, it was a very easy performance. He just was like, yay! And that was really it. Uh, but he looked scary. I mean, I truly think it's a terrible performance. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not I good. don't think... I mean, maybe it's easy, but he, he, he dropped the ball. <laughs> it's very bad. In what way? It's just every line delivery is awful. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it, it seems like all of his dialogue, or at least the way that he played it, was written with an exclamation point at the end. Uh, That's true. He, he is the scariest yeah. looking of them all. Oh, absolutely. The others you can kind of get away with it because they're supposed to be yeah. gruff, but he looks awful. Absolutely awful. And those bear costumes cannot emote. So, like, when Barry is sad... He just looks down, but he's still got like a smile on his face. Yes, correct. I am. I I, I want to see some behind the scenes on how they made these bears. I feel yeah, like I think that they would just be glued a bunch of fur to some people. That would be an interesting documentary. Um, additionally, I want to talk about Big Al for a minute. Let's talk about Big Al for a minute. He was by far my favorite character because Big Al just cared about his grass. He wanted nothing wrong, and then he freaking saves the day <laughs> at the end of the movie. Well, he doesn't save the day. He just surprises them because he he made everyone park in the back. <laughs> well, yeah, but it wasn't his job to get the place ready. It was just like, you know, Big Al, you stay here and make sure things don't fall apart, and that other guy... That worked, that lived at a Hobby Lobby or whatever. It was his job to get everything ready. That's true. We do stand Big Al. He yeah. did save the day, and we love him very much. So does that mean... Okay, so the clear villain in this movie is Christopher Walken, right? Yes. Clear Mr. Villain. Arm Farts himself. Mr. what? Mr. Arm Farts himself. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Adam Parks. And I was like, sure. But um, if that means... I, I think that he is the clear villain... I think the clear hero is Big Al. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Barry doesn't do anything. Right. And I guess he gets them back together. Yeah, but I mean, like, the other guys are not the heroes. I don't think Barry's a hero because he's not, he doesn't do anything necessarily heroic. The guys kind of do it themselves at the end, right? They're the ones that are like, yeah. actually, we should do this. They're just the afflicted. I uh, think it's a mistake that the tried to give all the bears like equal screen time it seems like yes i think there should have been one of the older bears that is the one who like befriends barry and is his pal uh and that has a heart change at the end but there's not really one of those bears it's just kind of all of them hang out with him equally right i agree uh it's weird that queen latifah's in this isn't she isn't it yeah she's just in one scene right yeah was this this was was she still a rapper or was she? Had she begun her acting career at this point? She was definitely an actor at this point. Yeah, I think you're um, right. But 
Yeah, I didn't really understand why she was in it for so little. <laughs> right. Um, it's interesting. Uh, like you said earlier, Mr. Rocket Man himself, Elton John, was in this. Yeah, uh, kind of a funny scene, I guess. They think he's the gardener, but he's Elton John, and then they walk away, and Zeb's like, that guy looked like Elton John. Yep. I kind of wish he was just the gardener. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Also, Elton John, not a country singer, so kind of a weird choice. Yeah, very weird, and I don't believe he lives in, like, Nashville either. He probably has a couple of residences there. Yeah, you're probably right. Does this movie take place in Nashville? Where where do they go in this movie? I couldn't really tell. They don't really say, but I feel like it takes place in in Nashville or, like, in the Mm. West Virginias someplace. It definitely feels like Nashville for parts of it. Hey, um, is this movie country face? Uh, say more. And I don't mean, make me regret asking that. <laughs> well, you and I are from the South. Yeah. Um, I would not necessarily classify us as country uh, at all, actually. I think that I have a little more of an accent than you do, but it's it's very slight. Um, yeah, you're a freaking hick. I am a hick. Um, and the, the way that you and I both said hick proves that we are from the south you're a freaking hick um but i have family that is very very country and i'm gonna assume that you do too um yes just an assumption and southern people do not act like this (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying this is an offensive stereotype of southern people no not at all but uh because i don't think that we really care that much or i don't really care that much i can't speak for my my other southerners but um we're not you know (laughs) it we didn't fall down a flight of stairs (laughs) or anything (laughs) um so i I don't know which characters are you saying are uh country face (laughs) Most of the bears, they're they're not too bright or not too intelligent, and maybe it's because they're bears. But they're yeah, really the only to. they're really the only representation of the South during this. Yeah, that's true. The other characters aren't really country right people. It's just the bears. Uh, we'll we'll just assume it's bears, so we don't have to take offense to it. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think this movie overall... It was filmed in Franklin, sorry. Franklin, okay, that makes sense, so... Gotta, uh, we gotta make a pilgrimage. We gotta... We, nah, there's no reason to go to Franklin. <laughs> uh, hey, what did you think about when uh, the waitress said, how do you like your eggs? And Zeb said, hot. And then she was like, okay, and walked away. That's I, not a that's not a valid way to like your eggs. Yeah, I thought it was funny, and I, I that was after she did her song, right? Um, yes, yes, yes. yes. So I was says, I was assuming he was remarking on her looks. Um, yeah, no, that's the joke for sure. But oh, it's like yeah. why, why, and, why and did she? She was she... just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not you. You need more info. Well, bears yeah. also eat garbage, so she probably that's true. This is. I want to talk about the world that was established as well. Um, it is okay. a, a, a weird universe, much like Paddington, where bears just happen to coexist with people, and everyone's just like, cool. Uh, and that's really it. Alternatively, they are second-class citizens, and I'm not really sure which one is which. 
Kind of. They never really acknowledge that they're bears. Right. Except for when it's convenient for them. I feel like the rules are not clearly established in this world. Yeah. There was never a moment where an old woman clutches her pearls and was like, bears! Uh, which, that would have been perfect at the high society wedding. Um, but that never happened. Well, it's like certain people are weirded out by the fact that they're bears. I mean, like, the when they show the picture to the cops, the joke is like, oh, he looks like... Um, a middle schooler or whatever he says. An ugly boy. Yeah. And then, no, they don't say that. They don't remark on him being a bear. But then, like, the brother, like, very much yes. thinks it's a big deal that he's a bear. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe only kids can see that they're bears. Oh, it's like the Polar Express. They yes, can correct. still hear the bells. Yep. Bringing it, bringing it back to the Polar Express. Um, I'm, I'm looking at some pictures of the bears from the Country Bears Jamboree show. Mm-hmm. And they look nothing like the bears in this movie. The only one that's close is Fred. Fred is the the big one, right? Yeah, the big boy. Yeah, yeah, he he's the closest. They all have like bear snouts, though, like B A R E, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because bears don't look like that. Yeah, like they have. You know how like monkeys don't have hair around their. No, face? yeah, I'm looking at pictures. That's of what them these right bears now. look like. I'm looking at pictures right now. Yeah, I, and maybe that was to s- to make their faces stand out or to move easier. I'm not sure, but yeah, bears have hair on their snouts. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. They didn't get that right. So, well, country bears, you know, <laughs> it's good. a movie. Yeah, it's about good. bears. Yeah, it's fine. I don't want to say it's good. Oh wait, you you're saying the movie The Country Bears is good? No, I said I don't want to say it's good. Um, it's it's fine. No, it's not. It's it's somewhat interesting. It's more interesting than Brother Bear, and I'll leave it at that. But um, you know, it's time for us to do something a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for taking care of Quizness, um, which is it's going to be a little bit different version of taking care of Quizness this time because. Usually we try to take a quiz with the um, goal of getting a certain character. This time we're just going to take a quiz to find out which um, of the country bears we are. Because this show is slowly becoming a podcast where we just take online quizzes. Is there a podcast that exists in that realm? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's this one. Maybe it's this one. All right, one. I'm ready. Are you? Do you have the quiz open? Yeah, I've got the quiz open right now. Um quiz what country bear are you and it's specifically i believe bears from the show not from the movie correct yes uh which the bear all of the bears in the movie are in the show but there are a lot of characters that did not make it into the movie so i'm going to my goal for this is going to be to get one of the characters from the movie yes i want to be uh z bob what is his name zeb zeb i want to be zeb Oh, man, Zeb was my favorite. Now I have to pick a different one. Okay, um, well, I mean, you can be Zeb if you want. No, 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 you're Zeb. Uh, Zeb is taller, I think, so it makes sense for you to be Zeb. Um, I'm going to try to be Tennessee. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to try to be Ted. I like Ted. With okay. His glasses. Yeah, I think that's a good look for you. Okay. So you, you, you kind of look like a hippie. So. Uh, thank you. That's very kind of you. I hope these questions are in the same order for both of us. This is your first question, where do you sit when watching the Country Bear Jamboree? That is, yeah, that's that's the first question. 
So the options are front and center, baby. In the middle, I like to have a good view of the whole show. In the back, I'm recording the whole show for my Instagram feed. Or I don't sit anywhere because I skip right past that dumb bear show. Mm. So for me, I think Zed would say it's front and center, baby. Yeah, he probably would, which would be annoying because he's tall and he has a tall hat and he'd probably block a lot of people's view. Yeah, but he don't um, care. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna say in the middle. I like to have a view of the whole show. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, Ted, understands a good, a good perspective. Right, and he's, I mean, he's like a, he knows show business. Mm-hmm. He lives um, with Elton John. I feel like he's the kind of guy who appreciates every thing that's going on on stage you know he wants to see everything he he probably can play all those instruments pretty well yeah so he can he's there with the he's there with the roadies helping set up yeah um what's your go-to food oh vegetables berries honey salmon honey salmon uh i'm going with honey because that is where they find zeb that's true, and Zeb is just kind of a basic bear type, you know? He is a basic bear, yes. I feel like Ted is pretty sophisticated. I feel like he's going with salmon. I would have to agree with you. <laughs> Choose a word to describe yourself. Loyal, hardworking, lazy, or fabulous? Uh, I would go with uh, lazy. Uh, for Zeb, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I, I feel like, okay, so... Ted is not loyal because he's the one that's the hardest co- to convince to come back to the band. He's mm-hmm. not lazy. He's a hard worker. Maybe fabulous or maybe hardworking. What do you think? I would say hardworking because I felt like he had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder about yeah, the I band. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> all the boys turn you... What? <laughs> well, okay. All the boys turn you... Wait. All the boys <laughs> who turn you on turn you... <laughs> Okay, uh, the options are down, into their partner, or I'll be single forever. All <laughs> I feel like question. we were both having a stroke trying to read that. Yeah. All the boys who turn you on turn you. Into uh, their partner, down, or I'll be single forever. I mean, I feel like Ted's going to be single forever, so I'm going with that. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to say into their partner, because I think that Zeb likes to get down and dirty. I would wife Zeb. What? I would wife Zeb. Oh, okay. I thought you said I would watch that. No, I would wife Zeb. Yeah, I would too. Um, if you were in a band, would you do the singing? <laughs> yes, I would. Absolutely. I'm the front runner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I play the instruments. I'll sing most, but I need some backup from my fellow bears. Not too much, but some. No, I play the instruments. That is a Zeb. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this is interesting. Who's your favorite country bear character? Big Al, Trixie, Teddy Barra, or Liverlips? I, I only know of Trixie and Big Al. Teddy Barra is that a different Ted? I think it is. And then there's Liverlips, which I don't know about. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Big Al because why wouldn't you love Big Al? I feel like Ted also has a soft spot for Big Al. I why feel wouldn't like, you? Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, what style best suits you? <laughs> cool, like jeans and a jacket. Mm-hmm. Natural, like sweatshirts and short sleeves. Casual, like shirts and sunglasses. Fancy, like vests and a top hat. 
Uh, um, fancy for this bad boy. I guess I'm going casual, even though I don't feel like Ted is casual, but he does have sunglasses. So. That's true. He does have sunglasses. Uh, this is kind of a long quiz. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're almost done. Are you sh- are you very shy or outgoing? I'm both. Mm-hmm. I'm shy. I'm outgoing and wild. I'm outgoing only when I get emotional. I'm going to say I'm outgoing only when I get emotional because there is a point in the movie where Zeb is, like, down on his luck. And then uh, he gets emotional and wins the fiddle contest. I'm going to say I'm both because I feel like Ted is both. I think that's good. Um, what instrument would you play in the Country Bear Jamboree? This easy. should be easy. Violin. Violin for you. And the other options are guitar, banjo, piano. Now, I'm going to feel like a fool here, but what does Ted play? Ted just sings. He just sings, right? Yeah. So I feel like I'll just say guitar because that's the most basic. Yeah, I agree. You could probably play a little bit of guitar. What is your biggest flaw? Well, now we're getting personal. <laughs> I am such a baby. Wait, I shouldn't be such a baby. <laughs> I need to be more trustworthy. I have no flaws. I need to concentrate more. I'm going to say I need to concentrate more. I don't think Ted thinks he has any flaws. Uh-huh. All okay. right. What? It, and uh, do you have your answer? I, ha- I have my answer, and it's unfortunately not a regular country bear. Who is your person? I, I'm Gomer. Gomer? Yeah. The, read, the, read the description. Yeah, the freaking lady from the freaking Bible, Gomer. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're a quiet one with a, pretty, with a pretty big sweet tooth. You're the instrument powerhouse of the band, but mostly because your singing voice is a little pitchy. You love to dress to the nines and impress all of those around you. Ultimately, music is your life. And Gomer is a bear playing the piano with a hat and a tie. Interesting. Um, I'm about to make you upset. Uh, please don't tell me you're Zeb. Oh. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, here we go. I am... Big Al. Oh, no, you're not Big Al. <laughs> this is interesting because this description doesn't sound like the Big Al from, that I know from the movie. It says, you're arguably the most famous bear of the lot. Huh. You like a full meal no matter what time of the day. Your dress style is casual, but you know a good look when you see one. You can be shy and calm, but we all know it's for the best. You love your guitar. Wait, but what? <laughs> You can be shy and calm, but we know like we know it's for the best. Is that a threat? <laughs> I don't know why it says that. Um, and then it says, you love your guitar, but it's easy for you to become sidetracked with other things, so you often lose practice time. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's not the Big Al I know and love. The movie does not even treat Big Al as a musician. No, they treat, <laughs> they treat him as almost a, a burden. Yeah, I think this movie really messed up the the, the lore. Country Bears lore. Yeah, we need to remake the Country Bears into a more pure version, like the the show. I still maintain it needs to be a documentary. I still maintain that there is a version where it's a stage show, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that could be fun. 
<laughs> now we have to ask the three questions that we ask about every movie. Mm-hmm. Is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Uh, so the first question, is this movie good for kids? What do you think? I'm actually going to say yes. I mean, it's boring, but I th- I think that it has charming moments in it, and the music will momentarily keep the kiddos attention yeah i think it's good for kids i think it's very interesting to look at for most of the movie sure it'll it'll have those kids thinking about those bears for a long time Mm -hmm. uh is it good for adults um i'm gonna say no no it's the country bears of course it's not yeah (laughs) of course it's not meant for adults uh, does it stand the test of time? I'm gonna say no on this one as well, because my I, yeah, while absolutely I, not. Yeah, while I had a very vague memory of it, I think I liked it, but can't remember much of it. Which means that we have to send this movie to its version of hell, which I guess would be owing us twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, debt is this movie's version of hell. So this movie has to pay us twenty thousand dollars. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that what so what how do we do on Bear Month? Uh, one of the movies passed, right? Paddington. Paddington is the only one that passed, which is a little disappointing compared to Shark Month, but it is what it is. Yeah, Shark Month. Well, Shark Month we had Jaws and Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo yeah, and then we had Shark Tale, which is a bad movie. So yes. Uh, so sharks win and bears suck. Hmm. I disagree. I think that Bears rule and Sharks are an acceptable second place. No, Sharks suck. So, uh, well, yeah, you just you're right. So, it's about to be Shrimpmas. Um, December is that time of year mm-hmm. when you throw a couple of shrimps on the barbie, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack and, Frost uh, nipping at your nose. Loyal, purely nostalgia fans will know that we've been slowly but surely working our way through the Home Alone series. Yep. And by that, I mean we we did watch the first two, the last two Christmases. So we do have to watch Home Alone 3 um, because it is a theatrical re- released Home Alone movie. Um, even though it's not about Kevin McAllister, it is about Max Keeble, and that's yep. worth celebrating. So starring Merry Christmas to you all. Yep, starring our boy Max Keeble again, looking for his... Uh, his big old friend robes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, should we go ahead and announce what uh, what else we're gonna do uh, yeah, as our absolutely. last episode of twenty twenty? Why don't you tell the people what they have in store? Oh, excuse me. I just yawned. Had a big old a big old daddy yawn. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Is this podcast boring to you? Yes. Um, but our final episode, we kind of debated on a little bit, uh, a little bit, um. While it is our final show of 2020, which we can argue has been our year, uh, we want to we want to extend the Christmas season to end on December 30th. Uh, if our listeners will allow us to, I do mean, this. you all deserve it. We deserve it. Uh, America deserves it. We get a few more days of Christmas. Uh, that's fine. Um, so for our final episode of 2020, we're going to be talking about a Charlie Brown shrimp miss.
And, and we're talking about the original, the one where the voices seem like they were recorded in a YMCA and the drawings were made <laughs> later. Yes. Yes, not that stupid, I want a dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown. None right. of that nonsense. The OG. Yep. Um, and why are we doing this? I don't know. We just decided a little while ago that it would be nice and fun. Yep. Uh, that movie has the best Christmas sound Christmas soundtrack of all time. Um, yeah, so you have that to look forward to in the month of December. That's a wrap on Bear Month. We're done with it. We're never talking about bear movies again until we do Kung Fu Panda. Yep. Um, hey, you should listen to um, the podcast Live and Let Cry, which you might have because it's already on this feed. Mm-hmm. Um, Clint was on it last time. so it was I was on it last time. It was basically an episode of Purely Nostalgia, but with Cody, too. Uh, but not really. It was a little bit different. But Clint tried to make me cry by watching The Fox and the Hound. Did it work? We'll Let's see. find out. Um, there's a there's a bug in that movie. There is a bug in that movie. Did the bug, did the caterpillar make Elisha cry? Maybe. And on that one, Cody calls you Eli. I will never get on the Eli train. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to. You do sometimes, but like... I will. It'll slip Only out. when you're around other people who call me that. I would say 93% of people in my life call me Eli at this point. But Really? You've... I mean, Clint is not my real name. It's, it's Clont. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk about that really quick, folks. Uh, I, I help run some marketing for my company, or demand generation marketing for my company uh, that I work for. And I say my company like I own it. I very much do not. Um, and I work Well, you're with... talking about your Etsy page. Yes, correct. Which and... is <laughs> generous to call it a company. And uh, I, we, I do some work uh, with uh, demand purchasing from an account executive at another company, um, and her name is Karen, and her, um, her profile avatar on Gmail is a cat, and <laughs> she twice in a row has misspelled my name. The first one was Clont, C-L-O-N-T, which is the funniest way uh, to spell my name. Um, and then I don't know if I showed you, but she did it again today, uh, a different iteration. Um, she spelled it Klonging. <laughs> Wait, what? She started the email. I, I was like, hey, we need a refund for these leads that we bought from you on Thanksgiving because we weren't open for business on Thanksgiving. And you were supposed to turn them off. And she she said yes. She was, you know, very, um, very easy to work with. But she always starts the emails with my name and then a colon. And she said, clonging. And Can you spell that? Uh, C L O N G I N G. Clonging. That's amazing. And when I I was in the office, and uh, there was another guy in my office with me, and he heard me shriek with joy whenever I got the email back, and I was like, <laughs> "She did it again!" Clonging, please, please make that your Twitter name. Yeah, Clont and Clonging. Uh, if I ever make, of... if I ever become a YouTuber, just a famous YouTuber by myself, that's gonna be my YouTube handle is Clont. Clont. Yeah, it's very funny. It sounds like Kronk. That's oh, what we my... need to do the Emperor's New Groove. That's what my wife calls me when I do something stupid. <laughs> you, like... you and Chandler do have a Kronk Isma relationship, I would say. Well, who's who? 
Jeez, uh, <laughs> Isma, and you're Kronk. I thought that was obvious. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Whenever I do something dumb, she goes, come on, Klaunt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, honey, I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, you should follow us on social media. Um, we have a Twitter account. It's at Purely Nostalgia. Uh, we have an Instagram account. It's at Purely Nostalgia Pod. I am on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith. And it's the same for Letterboxd. Follow me on TikTok at Mr. Wallet. And that is it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J stands for Jazz Hands. Give me a follow on LinkedIn. Let's talk business. Um, every once in a while I get on LinkedIn and I just start sending Clint DMs from the little like predictive texts messages yeah, yeah. they put on there it's just like hey we should touch base it's looking good. forward to it and, yeah. and this is let's, let's reiterate this this is during office hours oh yeah you're not allowed to get on LinkedIn not during office hours that'll do donkey we'll see you soon and skinaf for Are we ready to start? I feel like we are. Let's 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 light this candle. Hold on, have we done anything funny? I don't know if we have. Since we started recording? Um no. I don't think so. Mm, Rocky uh, just, That's good. We'll, we'll put that in. Okay. <laughs>